Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of March 17th, 2019. We welcome Airwolf, wrestler trained by Mr. Anderson and just made his debut at Major League Wrestling. This was a whole much more coming up next on the Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Blind. Go. We're go. Fly. GNC, we're go. Down here, go. Control, go. 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 FAO, we are go. Network, go. Covering, go. Capcom, we're go. Fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go. Launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome back, and uh, Rodolfo Roman, your host here, and, uh, well, we got our, our, uh, our, where have you been, man? Our beloved co-host, the dashing one, Mr. George Alonzo. Again, traveling the world, getting new flavors of different margaritas from all over the world, and today I have a special one because I'm eat, I'm drinking. Sorry, I almost mistook it from eating because you'll see what I'm talking about. I went to the land down under Australia, somewhere famous for steak. So I'm drinking a sirloin steak margarita. That is really nasty. Like it, 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 that's really disgusting, dude. It's delicious. It's delicious. It's almost like you're eating a sirloin steak, but in liquid form. It's like you're 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 pretty much chugging a steak sauce bottle. It's delicious. Here, you want to sip, man? I'm all right. Let me let me read some of the news here. Or sorry, sorry, the the commercials before we move forward. Um, make sure to follow us on our socials at the Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media, both on Instagram and uh, on Facebook. And check out the latest interview that we have available on our YouTube channel, Our Romano 201. Luis Baboon Palomino talked to us about his, uh, well, he just fought recently uh, overseas in Russia. It didn't go his way. But we talked to him about his future. He has a couple of fights left in him, he says. But what's going to happen afterwards? Is he going to be a trainer? Is he going to be still involved with mixed martial arts? So give it a listen. Luis Baboon Palomino. Uh, a fighter well-known down here in South Florida and in Latin America. So check that out on our YouTube channel, or, of course, you can visit our website, theromanshow.com. And I'd like to invite everyone to the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair, which runs all the way up to April 7th. That is on WrestleMania Sunday. But it's cool. You still got a lot of time for that. And the Roman Show will be giving away tickets. Just make sure you follow us on our socials, and we will give you details on how to get a pair of tickets to get your butts to the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair in West Miami-Dade. All right, let's talk some pro wrestling coming up next. And now, it's time to give you a reality check. Georgia, <laughs> a lot of disappointment. And by the way, just a friendly reminder, Airwolf, who just made his debut 
at uh, on Major League Wrestling when they were in Chicago will be joining us. He was trained by Ken Anderson. Mr. Anderson. I used to love that. Yeah, that was actually one of the most popular. I want to say it's one of the only times a ring announcing spot has ever been more over than one fall or uh, uh, this. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that's... Man, it's... Right. You have the, you know, let's get ready to rumble and it's time to boost buffer. But yeah, you're right. In pro wrestling, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things that I, I used to love. Uh, like, even hearing live or on TV, just when you would see the spotlight hit in the middle of the ring and you'll see that microphone come down from the top of the ceiling and all you will hear is, Mr. Well, you get one going on with it. Well, you know, I know there was another guy, Joe Gertner. Joe Gertner had a... It was over when he spoke on the mic in ECW. He was over, but what I'm talk, trying to say is... Joe Gertner, once he said something, people would cheer, granted. But Mr. Kennedy, not only did he have people cheering... But he had people saying it a, along with him. So that's the difference. So nothing against Joe Gertner. Yes, he was over. But come on, you can't you can compare the two. No, absolutely not. And he opened up a school in Airwolf is the first student to graduate from his school. We talked to him in just a few here on The Roman Show. All right, George, well, lots to talk about WrestleMania. It's just three weeks away. We just found out you and I are disappointed. Kurt Angle will be taking on Baron Corbin. We were really hoping for a name such as a John Cena, uh, me, myself, a Rey Mysterio, uh, a new guy, I don't know, a Matt Riddle. He had a, uh, wanted an opportunity. But you put him up against Baron Corbin. Now, I understand storyline. It makes sense. I get it. However, we all remember those last matches at WrestleMania, the famous Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair, right? It had so much emotion. You And with all due respect to Baron Corbin, I don't think that we're going to get that much emotion in a Corbin versus Kurt Angle match, George. I would have seen that in a John Cena. Uh, and a Kurt Angle. I would have seen that heck in a Samoa Joe and, and Kurt Angle match. But a Corbin and Kurt Angle? You took the words right out of my mouth. I don't even have to say anything else on that matter. I'm actually very disappointed. Uh, you know, because again, I'm here expecting something. Like, something worth ticket price. To me, that is not worth ticket price. Like, I... I'm speechless. I hope we're getting pranked. I don't think we are, because from what I saw on, from what we saw in the raw buildup with the promo and all that stuff, I don't think we are being pranked. Sadly, I will tell you this though: I don't think anyone saw that coming. No one did, but it wasn't one of those, you know, situations where you got a happy crowd at the end. It was a very disappointed crowd. Usually when you get surprised by that, you will hope that people will be satisfied. In this case, people weren't. Yeah, they were, in fact, they were chanting for John Cena. But that's what you're going to get. Kurt Angle versus Karen Baron Corbin. Uh, let me know what you think. Shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com. What do you think, Kurt Angle versus Kurt, Kurt, uh, Baron Corbin? AJ Styles has announced that he has signed with the WWE. That is a major plus to the WWE. He didn't want to get rid of AJ Styles. When you look at it, he is the guy, George. 
he is your John Cena. He is your rock for right for the time being, in my opinion. I know they want to build up Roman Reigns, but AJ Styles is the guy. You know, you put that belt on him, and he's going to carry your company. If they were just to give him a little bit more of a of an um, but he's 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 it. Yeah, of course. Uh, AJ Styles, we don't know how long he signed for, but the fact that he's not going anywhere anytime soon, and that's a good sign because the WWE needs someone like AJ Styles on their roster because, again, we still don't know if people like Finn Balor might leave once their contract expires or the Revival. Uh, you need someone like AJ that could keep on with like the stardom. Now, mind you, with a whole bunch of NXT stars that are still like being made in NXT, like the upcoming, uh, you know, let's throw some out there. Uh, Keith Lee uh, to uh, to run out there. Um, Donovan Dijakovic uh, or how, whatever they're calling him now. Uh, it, it, he's another one. Great, great, phenomenal worker. Uh, you know, so people like that. Yes, you have to fall back, but. Then you have to start from scratch again, and AJ is one of those guys that was lucky enough, or I'm not going to call him lucky, I apologize, that was one of those stars that you didn't need to make him. He was already a star, so AJ is, of course, a big plus to the main roster. Absolutely, and when, even when he made his debut um, at that WrestleMania, he was already made. Everybody knew who the heck he was, and that was that, that wow, that shock surprise that we all love. And he had that when he made his debut in the WWE. And, well, he's not going anywhere, WWE fans. The Young Bucks have defeated the Lucha Bros uh, over um, in Mexico in AAA. And, George, this is all leading up to the big AEW event in May. Obviously, this adds a little steam. It still adds a little bit of fuel into the AEW. We have not heard ever since that whole big press conference they had in Las Vegas. It it, kind of got quiet but this just adds a little bit of steam. It adds a little bit more wood to the fire, and it keeps things going, and it builds it up. And I have to say, that is pretty neat because you have that invasion um, thing going on when you have one team invading another company. That is pretty cool. Well, the AEW has mentioned that they're partnering up with a lot of international companies, um, Mexico being one of them. So when the Young Bucks surprised uh, surprised the Mexican crowd and won the tag team titles from the Lucha Brothers, yes, no one expected that, but now it gives more oomph for their Double or Nothing pay-per-view, which right now is, yes, I'm pretty sure and I'm confident that they will sell out, but right now it it still doesn't have that bang feel. You know, maybe something's missing, and probably it's because... Someone's still signed to the E and they can't announce them yet or or whatever be the case. But the point is, is that they don't have that umph. Maybe it is coming. But right now, the Young Bucks just brought an umph and that is winning those tag team titles. Getting to defend it in their promotion now against the former champions and... Maybe they win it, maybe they they or they lose it again to the former champions, but that right there just brings more meaning to that match. Let me ask you, if you were to take the WrestleMania card and the double or nothing card, 
which one excites you more as a pro wrestling fan? Forget about the hype. Forget about the whole thing that WrestleMania has behind. Just, just Let's just look at the card itself. Heck, even forget about storylines. Let's just talk about the wrestlers and what these guys and girls can bring. What is more enticing to you right now? What do you think it really grabs your attention and you really want to take a look at? Well, let's let's break it down. WrestleMania right now has Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Possibly Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Uh, let me see. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. You heard the excitement there, huh? Uh, you know, Miz and Shane McMahon. And still, there's so many other matches that are yet to be announced. Whereas Double or Nothing right now has the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Kenny Omega versus um, Chris Jericho. Uh, let me see. The, yes, the three-way women's match. Uh, let me see. What else? Uh, Cody has yet to announce his, op- uh, his opponent, though. That's uh, I already mentioned the Young Bucks. Uh, Hangman Page versus Pac. Uh, Adam Page. Um, so which card am I tempted to see? Nothing to take away from WrestleMania because, again, there's still work in progress. But right now, AEW has my attention just because they have such much more besides... The match that's already taken place, obviously, which was Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, but they they have so much more young blood and so much more new matches that you've never seen before, compared to Mania's disappointment of Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. I agree. I think that it's more it, it, it gets your attention more because these are fresh matches, except for the Kenny Omega and uh, Jericho. But I, I I think it grabs your attention because these are matches you're like you don't know what to expect. Let me tell you my opinion, and I, I think that's what they're lead, leading towards too. I think it's going to be Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros in the main event. I think that's what they're leading to. If you remember, in fact, I said a why can't a tag team match headline a big show like that? So I think that, that that's what they're going to aim for. And you know that those two tag teams are going to deliver with Pentagon, um, Ray Phoenix, and then the Young Bucks. Well... Yeah, and I would love to see the main event. It's, it's been a long, long time since the tag team division even main evented anywhere. And that's even on the main platform. But yes, I could see that happening. I could see them closing uh, double or nothing. And if they close it, great for them. Congratulations. Uh, I could tell you this much. I'll be watching double or nothing. I'll be supporting them. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, we're going to now welcome Airwolf, the first graduate of Mr. Anderson's Academy, coming up next on The Roman Show. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. Make sure you follow us on our socials. Now, the week we saw Major League Wrestling, we saw the debut of this young man, Air Wolf. Great talent. If you haven't heard from him, well, you got a little piece of him at MLW. Air Wolf joining us right now on The Roman Show. How are you, man? Thanks uh, so much for taking the time and speaking to us. 
Great man. So, well, let's start. First, start off. Major League Wrestling. How, how did the whole How did the whole thing happen? How did they give you a call? How did they find out? Take me through it. So actually, like when the year started, I had a set of goals in mind for myself, and one promotion I really wanted to work for was Major League Wrestling. Uh, with that being said, I thought maybe I should hit up Court Bauer, but I actually went to the website and they had a little recruit page, so I filled out my information for that. And I was hit back up a few days later saying if I could find my way to Chicago, then they could find a spot for me on the show. So, How cool is that? You know, that, and, and that's what shows you how much that the MLW is willing to, to listen. You submit your stuff and they take a look and they give you an opportunity. That's something that's cool. So what, what was your reaction, man? Dude, I was so hyped. I was, that's something I've really been looking forward to and hoping to be checking off of my bucket list. I really wanted to work for MLW. I love what they're doing. I like how they're taking chances on a lot of the newer guys. You see guys like Myron Reed and Gringo Loco just tearing it up there, and I wanted in on all of it. Yeah, it's funny, you know, I, I ring announced uh, one of the shows here in Miami, and Gringo Loco is, is a big hit, you know? Who, who would have who thought uh, uh, this guy, and he's just coming up big. He had a great match with uh, L.A. Park, and, and you're right. They're definitely finding those guys and girls Soon, they're going to be featuring some women, uh, giving an opportunity to, to showcase on, on that platform. And, I mean, it's a big stage where you're going to right now. Yeah, for sure. So, and a guy like Ringo, like, looking at him, you wouldn't expect him to be able to do the stuff he does. But dude's immensely talented. I've had the chance to step in the ring with him quite a few times. Yeah. He, phenomenal. He, you look at him physically, you would never know he's capable of doing all those things that he does. But Wolf, tell me a little yeah, bit about yourself, sure. your 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 character, how you came about. Tell me a little history. Tell me uh, the inspiration behind it. So initially, I got into wrestling probably when I was in like sixth grade, and I just messed around with my brothers and I'd like to wrestle with them. And uh, so I was doing this character, like I called myself the Alpha Wolf. Hmm. Well, when I first started training. Uh, it was my freshman year and I looked really young so it was suggested that I wrestle under a mask by somebody so I decided if I was to wrestle under a mask it would just be some generic character like I'd come up with the whole thing I knew I wanted to do high flying moves so that's where the air part came in and then I kept the alpha wolf thing going and I just came up with air wolf and the mask the design did, did you, yeah did you look up some designs is there is there uh story behind the design, the colors? So the mask, I actually designed myself. I just kind of, I just kept drawing a bunch of different designs until eventually I came up with something I liked. And I don't know, that was just it for me. <laughs> but is there any, any uh, meaning behind it? Uh, for Callisto, I think it was, he has a little tail on the back and it means the longevity of being in a career, but anything for you in particular, that it mean, what it means? I wanted him to look kind of like a wolf. Mm-hmm. They're not like so like a wolf. They just look like too realistic. Gotcha. Now so that's why I have like mm-hmm. the ears on the top, the eyes are like shaped the way they are. Now, work. You you, you were the first graduate of Mr. Anderson or Ken Anderson School. Uh, and I met Mr. Anderson once or Ken Anderson once, and he he seems like. He's tough cookies, tough as nails when he comes as a trainer. Tell me the experience being a part of that. Ken 
Ben is actually a super cool dude. Like, and it's crazy to think that like he's someone I like grew up watching on TV. Someone like I, I played with on the video games <laughs> and just like train at like his facility. I was super happy when they announced that they were gonna open up a school right here in Minnesota. And I was like, right away, I knew I had to enroll. So I enrolled as part of the first class. Uh, I trained there for a few months, and then uh, before I graduated. And then, uh, obviously, I, I still train there. I still, like, I go there a couple times a week still like to help out, still like to wrestle, because you never stop learning. You're always trying to get better. And for me, I'm really trying to take it to that next level. How is he as a trainer? Is he, is he, is he pushes you a lot? Take me into one of his courses or in his classes there to, to become a pro wrestler. So Ken has this mentality that, like, it's up to you how far you want to go in wrestling. He's not going to try to push you past a point you don't want to be pushed past. Like, everybody, it's different for everybody. Some people, they're okay with being just, a local wrestler. Some people only want to have a handful of matches. Some people want to get to WWE. So Ken, he likes to like look at what you want to do with your wrestling career, and the training curriculum is like very much specified towards what you want to do. And look, looking back at those courses, I mean, how, how much time would you be training? Is, is it like an everyday say uh, five times a week, seven days a week? There was a point where I was going there probably every night. Eventually, <laughs> uh, like I kind of stopped doing that because uh, at the time I was still in high school, uh, I had other activities going still because I still participated in some after-school activities. I did theater in high school. I was part of the track and field team. I did a uh, speech. So trying to find a balance between going to the academy and training, trying to better myself. And then, obviously, on weekends, you have wrestling shows, so I still needed time to do my everyday stuff, because at, at the end of the day, I'm still <laughs> I'm still a guy, I'm still a teenager. So in, Wrestling's in, not the only, you know? So, school, you got pro wrestling. Did you do any other curric- extracurricular activity in high school? You part of the football team, basketball team, any of that sort, any of those things? So I was not part of the football team or basketball team. I There's two sports I did do in high school. I did uh, wrestling my freshman, sophomore year. And then I also did track and field. I did throwing and jumping. So obviously that helped you out a lot when it came to pro wrestling because you had you know, some of that, 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 uh, that, that training that goes into that, which is very physical, and keeps you that, that endurance yeah, in the ring. Sure. So did anyone yeah, in school? Sure. Did anyone in, in, in school, or did you tell some of your classmates, "Hey, I'm I'm, I'm going to become a pro wrestler"? Did Did they ever get to out see, or maybe some of your teachers? Yeah, actually. So my friends kind of knew for a while. Um, there's actually, I don't know if you remember him. There was a manager by the name of Mortimer Plumtree. He uh, managed in TNA and stuff. Uh-huh. He actually uh, worked at my school, <laughs> and a lot of the teachers ended up finding out through him that I was a wrestler, and more people would catch on to it, and then the word kind of spread. So a fair amount of the teachers actually knew by the time I graduated <laughs> that I was a wrestler. And it's not like I was super close about it. Like, I was open about the fact that I'm a wrestler, so... 
did, did you yeah. go to him for any advice? Oh, yeah, we talked all the time. <laughs> Especially considering, so he uh, actually helps out with uh, uh, Eric Cannon's first wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm on all those shows, and it's, it's weird because, like, I'd see him earlier in the day at school, and then, like, I'd go there, and then I'd see him on weekends because he'd be there. Kind of weird seeing him outside of school, but... <laughs> That's it's cool. Yeah. Cool <laughs> you get to see him at TV and he works at your own school. So any chance that we're going to see him at, at MLW to see you? Or do you have any any uh, friends or family that are going to go check you out for the first time um, in person live? Or they'll be watching the show? Um, there's definitely going to be a lot of my friends and family watching the show. Uh it was actually crazy, like, the amount of, like, response I got to the whole MLW thing. Like, as soon as they announced it, like, I had a bunch of people hit me up congratulating me on it. It's, like, kind of surreal how many people were reaching out to me about that. And has, has, has Ken Anderson reached out to you, wish you good luck, gave you some pointers prior to uh, your debut here at MLW? Oh, yeah, Ken and I talk all the time about everything. I keep him up to date. We talk about all the different things because like, I see him still like twice a week because I'm still going to the academy so Ken and I like to definitely talk about all that stuff any chance we're going to see him at the ringside checking you out uh, I don't know if he'll be at ringside but I'm sure he'll be watching great great stuff man so looking forward to your debut now are you signed to MOW or is this just like a you know, and every uh, just a one-time thing. We'll see what happens in the future. Yeah. So right now, it's it's a one-time thing, and we'll see what happens in the future. I'm not done. <laughs> gotcha. Well, well, thanks so much for your time, man. Hey, let us know where they can follow you on, on, on social media, so they can keep up with you when yeah. uh, you're on you're on tour or at a, at a city near you. Yeah, absolutely. So for any of you interested in following along with me, I'm on most forms of social media. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, uh, I'm on YouTube. So you can follow me at Official Airwolf on any of those platforms. Uh, I also have a Pro Wrestling Tea store if you want to support and buy my merch. Uh, if you go to prowrestlingtees.com slash Official Airwolf, all my t-shirts will be on there. So thank you for having me on the show and thank you for giving me the time and the platform to express myself my pleasure wolf and everyone check out wolf air wolf major league wrestling making his debut support this young man he definitely has a bright future and is a really exciting wrestler inside the ring good luck with mlw man and everything else and uh, look forward to having you uh, on the program uh, in the near future ladies and gentlemen listeners all around the world welcome to the showdown well, George, we still don't know what's going on with Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar, um, well, Dana White, UFC president, stated that, listen, I don't know what his future is going to be, but he'll give me a call, and we can anticipate his return in summer. And I think, in my opinion, that we are going to see Brock Lesnar in that big UFC pay-per-view they do every single summer in Las Vegas. Um, at the same time, we understand that the WWE, that there's rumors that he'll stick around with the company, especially during the time where 
WWE is going now to be airing on Fox for SmackDown. They need a name like that. They need stop, uh, star power. They need a Lesnar. Yeah, of course. And Lesnar brought in a lot of viewership for the UFC. Uh, you know, a lot of people were not happy when Brock came into the UFC at first because they thought he was just a WWE guy, but he quickly adapted and the fans followed with him. So, yeah, Brock Lesnar again returning, and especially now after all this steam, yes, Lesnar is going to be a huge addition to the UFC roster. Yeah, and it's just a matter of time till we see him in there, of course. That rumored fight between him and Daniel Cormier, it has money written all over. It's just a matter of time till we get Brock Lesnar inside the octagon. Frank Mir, all right, who was recently competing with Bellator, will now be in his first pro wrestling match against none other than Dan the Beast Severin in what they call a, a blood sport. Now, I, explain this to me, George. This is more like um, there's no ropes in the ring. It's like a, it's like a catch wrestling, is it? That, that's what it is? Yep, that's completely right. Uh, if you remember the movie Bloodsport, it's practically the same thing except in a wrestling ring. There's no ropes. It's uh, very technical in the middle of the ring. Um, if you want me to be brutally honest, I'm not looking forward to that match at all. At all. Uh, number one, because Dan Severn already is... I don't even remember when was the last time you saw Dan Severn. In it's been a while, but I know he fought over 100 fights. He tried to break a record or something like that. Yeah, but still. And then you're looking at Frank Mir, the guy who made fun of professional wrestling when Brock Lesnar was first coming in and now he's stepping into the world of professional wrestling you think he's going to be accepted I don't think so Dan Severin is 64 years old that's how old he is and his last fight I'm talking about uh, mixed martial arts he actually won and it was back in uh, 2012 uh, and it had to have been at least uh, uh, yeah here it is his record in mixed martial arts, is 101 wins, 19 losses. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Look at this. His first fight, if you ever competed in mixed martial arts, dates back to 1994, George. That's when he got a rear naked choke win over Anthony Macias in Oklahoma. And now he's planning to step in after, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. After seven years, but, you know, over, uh, over 20 years of MMA career, I, uh, you know, this guy just doesn't uh, doesn't quit. But he is he is doing the independent circuit. He is very um, active, per se, um, and competing in Gladiator Championship Wrestling. He wrestled a Brent Myers, uh, also to Price of Glory Wrestling, where he defeated... Frank Isaac Anderson, I do not know who these gentlemen are, but those were some of the guys that he took on prior leading to this Dan Severn versus Frank Mir match during the WrestleMania week, and I don't think they'll get a pipe a lot of pay-per-view by for that, don't you think? I did no All right, let's proceed. All right, George Masvidal knocked out his opponent overseas in London um, when he took on Darren Till, knocked him out. Many people doubted Jorge Masvidal until uh, ranked number three 
And Masvidal, uh, of course, ranked a lot lower than that. But to knock him out in the fashion that he did just puts him up up even higher. And after the victory, that just wasn't the only thing that got everyone's attention because Leon Edwards was backstage during an interview where Masvidal was explaining or talking about his recent victory when Edwards approached Masvidal, started talking smack, although they've been trading some war awards there on social media. And Masvidal stops the interview, walks towards Edwards with his hands behind his back. According to Masvidal, that was a sign of saying, hey, listen, I don't want any war. I'm here for peace. And Edwards puts up his fist, and that's where Ed, uh, uh, Masvidal, as he likes to call it, gave him a three-piece and a soda. And that is when he busted Leon Edwards uh, right there during the interview to Masvidal's defense. He said that Edwards put up his hands. He felt scared for his life. So there was no re- there was no other option, basically, but just to fight back and defend himself. Uh, but Masvidal now being eyed, uh, one of the top welterweights. In fact, Kamaru Usman, the new champion, stated that he should be getting the next uh, title shot, not Kobe Covington. We will see what happens after. Again, this is just recent. Uh, and no, by the way, there are no charges being pressed on Jorge Masvidal. Uh, don't be shocked if we see those two going at it, although it makes a lot more sense for Masvidal to fight a person that's uh, highly ranked, not uh, Leon Edwards. And lastly, to finish off, Conor McGregor was interviewed during the weekend in Chicago during a St. Patrick's Day Festival where he was asked by a local TV station as to when he was going to return to the Octagon. He said that it's looking more like July. But there was no mention or questions asked about a decent incident with the Miami Beach police when he grabbed a fan small a phone and smashed it. With that being said, we'll catch you right here on The Roman Show next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Thanks for tuning in, everyone.